Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Adventure Fit Radio. This one was a catch up with our great friend Kieran. I'm still your girl, Razka. Uh, Kieran is a photographer for a photo video for Adventure Fit Travel. He's also a great friend um, to Adventure Fit Radio and one of the funniest men. Um, some of the shit he said on his first uh, ever podcast with us was some of the hardest laughs I've ever had at uh, Adventure Fit Radio. So, Here's another show, super lighthearted, just a bit of travel uh, travel um, bullshit for you all. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to go too much into it, just uh, hope you enjoy. So this show is brought to you guys by Audible. So get head to www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio, get your free audiobook and a 30-day trial there. If you're not using Audible, guys, check it out. You can listen to books anywhere while you're on the go. It's the best product ever. We're also brought to you by Quash Creative, head to quashcreative.com and mention uh, to the guys there that you are a radio listener and they'll give you a free SEO report or a report on your current or existing brand. Also, guys, we are brought to you by Adventure Fit Travel. Head to our website, guys, and check out all the cool stuff that we got going on. We've got all of our podcasts housed there, all of our epic bloggers are housed there, all of our trips that we got coming up. We got Iceland, it might be sold out by now, but check it out. We got Kokoda, we got Australia mini trip, we've got New Zealand, we've got Bali, Greece, and what else we got? Hawaii coming up. I am planning on doing a Galapagos trip, guys, which I keep getting asked about all the time. That one will be uh, will be on its way soon. So, uh, guys, uh, head to www.adventuretravel.com, book yourself in on a trip, and use the code word radio. You'll get 10% off. Here's the show. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And that's it. Yo. Discovery Roger, go for deploy. Where did we come from? Some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, too rare to die. All right, Razamataz. Razamataz, Kieran Razamataz. Welcome back, uh, my uh, my dear friend. How are you, mate? Are you well? I'm good. I'm very good. Yeah. I'm glad to be back. What's Pornhub.com? Um, it's just this website, you know, that I go through, uh, daily. Yeah. 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 Is yeah. it a, uh, it's like a, like Squarespace, like a hub of, kind uh, of like Squarespace, like a, yep. a hub of, um, all things nude. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. well, what do you get out of it? Um, just, uh, about 10 seconds of pleasure, you know, <laughs> so. You're a simple man to please, aren't you? Yeah. I am. Well, what's your, uh, what's your go-to category, right? Um, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's private. So, yeah. <laughs> enough, yeah. No, we won't enough. go there. Yeah. Welcome, uh, welcome back to the show, Kieran Raska. Mr. Steel, your girl. In the flesh. Yeah. <laughs> the king is back, he said. The also, king, return, the, return, return of the king. Of the return of the <laughs> Mate, I haven't said that word for ages. Return, oh, of, return of the mutt waxer. Since Mexico, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so why, um, why is it the return of the king? Like, who is the king and why are you Mr. Steel, your girl? Like, who are these people? Well, I said return of the king to you guys before because I was just mentioning that I was uh, making the return back to amateur footy again. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, haven't played for four years because the uh, hamstrings are made of Swiss cheese. <laughs> so I was just joking around, you know, just the ego coming out saying the return of the king. But Swiss just, you, just you watch, oh. I won't get a touch yeah. come, come game day. And, yeah, and the cheese will back get pocket, <laughs> The back pocket. Back pocket specialist. The uh, oppositional kicker, ten on me. So. Yeah, we, don't, we don't want to put him on the bench and have to talk to the bastard, yeah. so I'll put him in the back pocket. Exactly. Yeah, put him exactly. in the bench. Otherwise, I'd be warming up, yeah, the bench. Yeah, warming up the Swiss cheese. Yeah, but... Um, um, yeah, Mr. Steel, you girl. How did that actually come about? Well, I don't know. Like, I remember uh, that's a very long, long joke between us. And then Bill got around in the Mexico trip as well. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Well, we found it. It was, it was a meme initially. You showed it to me and started loving it. Yeah. And then uh, Mr. Steel, well, what is Mr. Steel, yo, girl? Mr. Steel, your girl is... Um, <laughs> I can't take it seriously. I can't talk about it seriously. Mr. Steel, your girl is... Uh, yeah, it originated from a me- meme. meme. A meme. A meme. A meme. Yep. Yep. A meme. So, yeah, it's just... Uh, I don't know, really. It's just a face, an expression. And yeah. It's this kind of pout. And whenever I get in... Like, I went through this phase, like, obviously, yep, of Mexican stuff. Every photo, I'd rock this, like, kind of blue steel pout look. <laughs> And we'd call it the Mr. Steal Your Girl face. Um, and uh, yeah, we actually found some photo. We did. We yeah. found a photo of a man who was Mr. Steal. Yeah. <laughs> so Mr. Mr. Steal Your Girl was abbreviated to Mr. Steal. Yeah. But what does it actually mean, Mr. Steal Your Girl? Like if someone says you are Mr. Steal Your Girl, who are you? What do you do? I actually haven't thought about it that in depth. It's just a funny thing to say, you know, but like you can make someone's girl. I think you're thinking, you uh, thinking too deeply into it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I reckon. The face. <laughs> I just think about it on the surface, you know, but you can crack some jokes about it. Like, yes. um, I don't know, Mr. Steal Your Gags, Mr. Steal Your uh, Whatever. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we've made, we found one gag we yeah, made. That's Mr. Right, Mr. Yeah. Steel, your gags. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Steel, that's gags. it. Right. Moved on from the grill and the mutts and yeah. on to Mr. Steel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, part one of our episode with you was uh, mutts and grill, and now it's uh, flesh and kings. Exactly. Flesh king. So, uh, and porn hub. Yeah, and hub. So, Kieran, so you're here to, um, here to break down Vietnam for us, are you? Is that, is that the word on the street? Yeah, well, it is a travel round table. Correct. So, I, um, that's what I had prepared to talk about. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Shall I start? I'm glad that you came prepared, mate. Yeah, for once. It's a, you got uh, your dingers? Time. Uh, yeah, mate. The 70 pack's just under the uh, chair. <laughs> 70 pack. With the 750 meal value pack of loop. That's it, mate. <laughs> oh. oh, that's good. All right, well, let's uh, let's get into it, mate. So, Vietnam. 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 Good morning, Vietnam. Good Ron morning. Ron Williams specialist. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. But, uh, <laughs> so, you wake up in Vietnam. Where are you? What's it like? All right, so Vietnam, in my mind, it is beautiful country, full of rice fields, and it's... Are you reading this off the screen? I am. I'm, <laughs> mate, I'll actually, just say... Yeah. I'm fully prepared. It's completely prepared, mate. I have three pages in a Word you document. Oh, yes, we do. Mate, that's great. I want to make this a good show for okay. you guys. So. Fair enough. All right. You are a weird human being. I'm not, no, no, they're just cues on the screen, but like I was saying, I had a terrible night of sleep last yeah. night because it was my brother's birthday, and... Um, he was turning sweet 16. He had a, about 10, 8 to 10 boys around. And oh, so he's... Uh, boys? The fellas, yeah. Okay, that's good. So, Did yeah, they all have no, a sesh? They had a sesh in his room. French, uh, French ambulance. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a bit sleep deprived. So, yep. these notes are definitely going to come in... <laughs> Come in handy. That's good, mate. Yeah. Good to know you can't talk off the bat. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, back to Vietnam. Um, Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Um, I reckon some of the best food I've ever 
tried has come from there. Pause for laughter. <laughs> um, oh, it's not overly funny, this story. I'm just telling you about it. Yeah. But um, yeah, one of my favorite places in Vietnam would be um, Hoi An. It's a little countryside town um, that's uh, near Hanoi, I believe. Man, it's written on the thing. All you have to do is read it. No, this is, I'm winging this. I'm just winging this. Yeah, so... Um, You're doing well. You're doing well. Keep thanks, it the shit, Keep it the shit. Yeah. I'll ignore Tommy. Um, yeah, so there's a spot there. Um, it's called Morning Glory. Uh, oh, really? It's a restaurant. Good yeah, session. It's bonus, a restaurant. Bonus Funny city. name. But... Um, <laughs> The best food I've ever best tried. Ever had. Rice paper rolls, fur. That's how you say it fur. correctly. Fur. Oh, really? fur. Not as in faux. Not faux. Faux. Oh, fur. no shit. Yeah. That wow. little circum... What's it called? Circumcision? Like? Circumplex. <laughs> P-H-O. Surplex or whatever on yes. top of the O. Yes, yes, yes. Is, yeah. Really? Yeah. Instead of O. Oh. So we say faux just like a bunch of fools. That's the Western way to bunch say it. Bunch of like, Bunch of fools. <laughs> the so correct it's, way, it's fur. I believe, is fur. Right. Fur. That's really interesting. We well, yeah. know... Um, Nutella isn't actually pronounced Nutella. Really? That's the actual way to say Nutella. It's mm. Nutella. N e w hyphen t e w l a. Right. There mm. you go. Back to Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, this place was amazing. Mm. Um, unforgettable food. I would have spent about three hundred Australian there Good. over the course of like four or five days because I just love food. Um, so yeah, we're in Vietnam, um, Hoi An. We decide to go on a little day trip to this place called the My Sun Temples. Um, and this was about 120 Ks away. So we hired the scooters and um, I, at the time, did not have driver's license or anything. Um, so got the scooters and my mate, who I won't name. Mick Sergeant. <laughs> yeah, unlike last time, I'm not going to throw him under the bus. Sarge was there, mind you. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say who this Let's was. Call him Nick S. Nick S. Yes, we won't disclose his full name, Sergeant. even though sick, we just sick Nargent. Yeah, sick Nargent. Yes, Sergeant. so sick was. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were um, going to the My Son Temples. The bloke at the front who had the map was going. Sorry, Mum, for saying this anyway, because she's going to hate this. He was going about 120 to 130 k's an hour, yep. maxing out the speed on these scooters, <laughs> these little shit boxes that yeah. we hired. <laughs> and, like, we were just flying through the rice fields and stuff and, like, to get to the temples. But I had not had, like, I didn't have a driver's license mm-hmm. or anything. And I don't know if you guys know what the traffic is like in Vietnam, I'm sure you can I can imagine. probably imagine through the traffic of Bali and yeah. Thailand and what I've seen that Vietnam Absolute would be pretty well yes. similar. Chaos. Yes. Yeah. Death so, all right. It was, we didn't have helmets. I was in thongs and shorts <laughs> doing 120 with no license on the scooter. That's and so I had dumb. to follow this bloke at the front because Straight he had the like map. How was his, how That's how we die. Yeah. That's how we all die, yeah. yeah. We had a physical map to get there. So, I had to follow this guy. So... Man, I was on the, like, I was shaking. I was actually sweating from concentrating so hard, like dripping with sweat. Um, but cup. yeah, I just, the one thing I remember is going onto a freeway, right? And it was a ramp about 45 degrees and then it went flat. And I remember going so fast onto the freeway. I don't know if this is just me exaggerating, yeah. like extra mayo, as you say. But yeah. I actually got air onto the freeway. <laughs> and I was at the back. I was at the back of the pack and I was going slower than the rest of them. And yeah. I was like, what is wrong with these guys? Yeah. Anyway, I got boxed in by three trucks on the way to these temples and like one in front to the side and one behind me. Yeah. And like it was just, it was on a bridge. So like it was just the bridge on mm-hmm. the right side of me. 
and I was just sweating bullets. I was doing about maybe a hundred k's an hour, boxed in by trucks, and I was like, so "What fast. the fuck am I doing yeah. right now?" Yeah, like, no protection whatsoever. <laughs> no protection, mate. That's how you get pregnant. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. Um, so, so yeah. this was so so this trip was when you were nineteen. It would have been yeah, about nineteen twenty, I'd say. 20, yeah, yeah. Because you guys all went over there. You did Thailand and Vietnam. Thailand and Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I couldn't go because I was allergic to pretty much everything on the menu. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So everything you, so was just nuts. Yeah, everything there. was nuts. Yeah. yeah. So, so you got to Vietnam. This and how many how many days were you in Vietnam? Um, from memory, it would have been about two weeks, and two we weeks. did three weeks in Thailand, which is way too long. Because um, why so? It's just uh, party, party, party. Yeah, it's all debauchery. Um, yeah, it's nice all one. like... Um, Just for the listeners, uh, Kieran pointed at me when he said debauchery, which yeah. means I have a great vocabulary. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. You do. <laughs> no, I learned that word from the last podcast, so uh, nice. there you go. Um, Debauch city. Debauch city, that's it. Debauchin. Yeah. Like, it's good in short bursts, I guess, but like when you're there for three weeks, you know, it's more of the same thing, island hopping and stuff, and drinking and partying... Gets old. It gets old quick. Like I want, I want to travel for you know the cultural experience. Mm. So Vietnam was very refreshing after Thailand because it was just a new country. It was scenic. The people were great. The food was great, and we got to ride the uh, yeah scooters at mm. 120 k's an hour. <laughs> so so um, surely other people would have been shitting themselves though. Mate, two of them pulled out because they're yeah. like, I don't want to do this. The guys with the head screwed on the right way. Yeah. But all the other four of us fuckwits were like, no, nah, let's do it. But um, it's so in, tempting though. It is in it's, hindsight. It's so te- like the other when I was in Thailand the other day, I got on the scooters. Like I'd get on my scooter during the day when I was sober, just to ride around, just because it brings me enjoyment. Yeah, just like as fast as I could. Yeah, just just wham. Did it for about four hours, cutting laps of Koh It's like a twenty minute back to um, uh, start to finish island. And uh, but then when I was drinking, when I was on the booze one particular night, I um, had uh, this. Um, girl that was with me from one of the one of the places we we're going. I was taking her to another bar, and um, I'm like, "Let's go for a bike ride." Mm. Like before we go to the bar, we'll go for a little ride. She's like, "Yeah," and this is like drunk, mm-hmm. helmets off, foot to the floor, just love it. You feel you Recipe never feel disaster. Yeah, yeah. You never feel you never feel more um <laughs> you never feel more alive than when you like bumping along. Oh. You're when you're about to die. It's yeah. the most liberating feeling. It really Dying. is. I still remember that. So like, yeah, yeah in hindsight, like the West Coast. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> In hindsight, like I, I don't regret doing it, but I wouldn't do, do it, again. it again. Totally, likely. You. But um, yeah, I reckon one, you would, mate. Uh, well, I, I reckon, it's funny I reckon. you say that actually, because I'll, I'll tell you very soon what um, plans I have for the future. But um, yeah, one thing that stands out for me from that ride is just seeing my mate in front of me taking a corner on the left side. I was behind him. On the left side was this like sheer embankment, and you couldn't see anything coming around the corner. So I was behind him and this bus came around in his lane um, and practically went on two wheels, holding the horn down. I thought he was going to get flattened. You're kidding. And I was like, yeah. Like, I was like, this is ridiculous. Is it, you're about to see him mate die. Yeah. So how and close was he to actually getting hit? Um, oh, it would have been the space of a few metres, you yeah. know. But, like, obviously when you're there, like, it, it's a lot closer than anything you see in Australia. Like, oh, close yeah. Close to coal. But, um, yeah, it was, it was too close for comfort. Yeah. yeah, and he was shitting him. He was shaking. Well, so can we just up. give like the uh, the first letter of who this person is? <laughs> L A A. Oh. oh, on. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, on. yeah, <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, no so idea. He? <laughs> He's good. He's good. I can, I, can, yeah. I can see why you're probably uh, 
Yeah, kept you on the nail there. Yeah. Poor bastard, good old mate, Adam Ong. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> you got it in one day. Yeah. Got it in one. That's right. Yeah. There's yeah. another mate under the bus for, yeah. for the boys. Under the yep. bus, yeah. Yep. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, Vietnam was a fantastic place. Um, and I'd highly recommend visiting Hoi An. Like, the whole mm. of Vietnam is fantastic. Um, you can do the Coochie tunnels and stuff like mm. that. Mm. Um, do the firing range, which was a great experience as well. Um, but make you know, sure um, on the firing range thing, I had a mate. Um, this is totally fucked, right? Sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off. My mate, um, my mate, uh, uh, my mate, um, Adam. <laughs> my mate Stacy, this guy that I knew, I went to. Um, he went to high school with a bunch of my buddies, and he went to a firing range. I, I asked him once. He'd been to Thailand three times in a year. I asked him once what his highlight was because I was heading there for the first time. It was about seven or eight years ago, mm-hmm. and he said um, he looked at me dead in the eye. This guy was a bricklayer like real kind of rough around the edges kind of guy. He looked me dead in the eye. I said, what was the highlight of, uh, the highlight of your whole time? Like three times you've been there. You must love it. He looked me dead in the eye and goes, probably um, probably blowing that, uh, blowing that cow up with a bazooka. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Can you actually do that? You can. You can, I, you can do it in um, yeah. Cambodia or something as yeah. well, I believe what as well. Fuck? But it costs like... It yeah. costs like it's like five thousand. I remember seeing this in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah like bucks, five thousand, whatever the currency is. Like, yeah. Thai so how much, oh, like top, yeah. so how much is that Australian? Uh, it would work out to be like no more than like one hundred and fifty bucks. You're yeah. kidding. Yeah. Yeah, but you can only buy the one that Stace went to. So Stace went to. Um, Stace went on a hike, and this guy asked him for a cigarette. I'm like, how the what the? Fu-? I said, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about, mate? He goes, mate, I'll tell you how it all happened. He went on a hike, and this guy asked him for a. He asked this guy if he could hold his gun. Yeah, because there, there was this Thai guy that had a um, fucking massive rifle, whatever. And Stace was like, hey, man, can I have a hold of your gun? And the dude was like, nah, bro, not happening. And so Stace was just standing there on this hike and he, he started to have a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And um, so the Thai guy came up and said, hey, man, can I, can I, can I grab one of those cigarettes mm-hmm. off or you can hold my gun? And uh, Tice goes, I'll give you the whole pack if I can rattle off a few rounds. So the dude goes, this is like, he's like a military guy. Yeah. Like just on some hike, they've just passed him on the way or whatever. Yeah. The guy goes, yeah, brother, here you go. So he swaps him like half, half full pack of cigarettes. Tyson gives him his gun. He gives Tyson his gun, sorry. And Tyson just points. He goes, just here. And he's like, yeah, just into the bushes. Tyson just sits there with like a, a fucking machine gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just goes. Jeez. Starts rattling That's off crazy. Rouse into the bushes. And then apparently Kill the guy us. said to him, he's like, hey, look. The tiger was like, hey, look, if you like that. I've got a friend who has an undercover, like, um, uh, undercover shooting range, like a ranch, and here's his address, whatever. And it was real shady stuff. It yeah. wasn't like, wasn't the kind of shooting ranges that are legal that, yeah. well, you know, that they can promote over there. So, anyway, so Tice goes down there and it's on this farm. Like, it was a mission to get out there and it's very, very, like, shady kind of setup. And they, so they bring out all these different weapons he can use. And the biggest weapon was a bazooka, like a proper on the shoulder. Yeah. Bazooka. Halo sort of. Yeah. yeah. Video game, video game, video, video game style bazooka. And then, um, so Tice goes, mate, I'm having, give me, give me five of those. And the guy goes, the guy, the guy goes, <laughs> five shots, you know, five yeah. shots. <laughs> give me five. Five bazookas. Yeah. He goes, to get back in Australia. He goes, um, he goes, Mate, you can only buy. Uh, the Thai guy said you can only buy one at a time, and he's like, "What do you mean one at a time? I want to. I want to have five shots. I want to give me like five of them." He goes, "No, no, only one shot. We don't have enough ammunition, and we don't have enough cows." So, <laughs> Why do they need to use live? So, no shit. So, target. So, so unethical. Did I, did I say, say Tyson? I, I meant say Stacy. Stacy. Yeah. So I haven't seen this dude in like since this story. Like mm-hmm. I've seen him once, twice in fifteen years. But um, so Stacy, yeah. So 
He bought one shot. This is totally fucked. Like, I'm not... This is not cool, yeah. but it's a fucking strange story, oh, you know? Like, it's super a, strange. So... He loaded up a bazooka, went out on a shooting range. They took him to just like a, basically like a paddock with a bunch of cows. He shot the bazooka, hit the cow. I said, what happened, mate? What, did it, what happened when like, he goes, it just went, Pff. Oh, my God. Oh, that How least- bad do you feel about that? <laughs> oh, no, That's shit. insane. No, shit. He literally like pull the- up a yeah, cow. Yeah, he vaporized it. He vaporized the cow. He vaporized the cow. Like shit went he everywhere. He a sentient being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, I can never do that. No yeah. way. Like, hunting, nah. hunting I, I, I believe in the idea of hunting if you eat the meat. Yeah, did he I at totally, least turn totally. it into a burger or something? What? No, it was what, Mate, it was an air burger. It was blown to pieces. You have to walk two k's to get the remnants of the cow. A dust burger. There'd be like a hoof there, a nose there. No, there was nothing it would literally, he literally just pull up. You just imagine a, like a bomb yeah I, he basically shot a bomb at this thing yeah exactly and yeah. It, it went that is insane <laughs> just vaporized into the air <laughs> a yeah. cow that is yeah. insane how fucked is that so yeah, that's I, I don't, ridiculous i could never i can't kill sentient beings myself i I, no. I get a spider in the shower i put a cup over it chuck it in the back in the backyard yeah mm. yeah know? absolutely but but like i don't mind the idea of hunting i've come around to it because if you're we we eat fucking animals, yeah. Unless well, unless you're a vegetarian vegan, then you don't really have any foot to stand on. Like yeah. if you're going out hunting stuff and eating it, then it's, you're kind of part of the food chain. Yeah. I couldn't kill something, but a fucking but like a bazooka to a cow. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. But see, like <laughs> I believe level. on that same wavelength. I believe like you know you're part of the land. Um, you you kill to survive, but when you die, like I want to get, I used to I used to want to get cremated, mm. but I don't want to get cremated anymore. I want to get like put in the ground so that like the, the my body can be used to like regrow, yeah, and put like a tree Worms over my body, and yeah, shit like that, compost, mm. yeah, mm. compost, yeah, just be yeah. literally I'd love compost. To just fed to the lions. I want to be a bin. I'm dead. Yeah, feed me the lions. Yeah, just when I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, got no reason yeah. to be here. But that is insane. Like that's Jeez. up there. I was thinking in my head when you were telling me that story. Would I be able to watch a video of some guy blow up a cow with a bazooka? Moreover, watching like chickens getting tortured in a cage and stuff. I'm like they're both on the same level. Mm. Yeah. Even though the cow dies faster, it's blatant animal. It's literally cruelty, genuine so. animal cruelty, yeah. and you can do well, that it's shit. Not, it's not really cruelty to the cow; it's just animal slaughter. Well, it's yeah. cruel well, to it's the it is, family. Obvi- it is obvi- obviously, it definitely yeah. is cruel. Like it's just, but it's, oh, it's above cruel. You horrendous. Know? Yeah. yeah, it's insane. Yeah. So when are we going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> so what else, uh, Mr. Steele? What else um, did you love over there? On Vietnam. What is the food um, like? Is it actually laden with nuts? In Vietnam, none. Not so much. It's mm. very like refreshing, like the palate. It's um on the palate, it's like a lot of mint, uh, coriander and stuff. Mm. And very light stuff. Like the rice paper rolls obviously are very like thin kinda I don't know what exactly what it is. It's kind of thin yeah. skin. But yeah, it's Weird, it's really good. It's mm. a lot of vegetables and fresh produce over there, so it's good. I really enjoyed it. But um, yeah, make sure if you go over there, if you go to Hanoi up north, bring a jumper. I made the mistake of not doing it. Um, and I, Get a tan. I, I remember doing, mate, it is really hot over there everywhere yeah. except up north. And right. we did the cruise, the Halong Bay cruise. And I had to crank up the AC in my little, little cruise room um, to 40 degrees because I was that cold really I had, I had to triple layer t-shirts i'm like oh, <laughs> i love how you say crank up the ac yeah yeah usually usually it's cooling but like i had to put on the heater yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would say crank up you cranked up the heater the heater yeah <laughs> it was an actual ac unit natural so AC. that's why i said it sorry bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, apologies so what about uh, the nightlife like is there good like markets and partying and stuff over there it's um yeah it's sick like yep. we did a few bar crawls over there and i remember there was this pub we went to and we, we were aiming to beat the uh, hand grenade record. Oh, yeah. Which was like, it's just a, basically like a Red Bull, half Red Bull, half 
something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, there was a tally for each country and Australia had like 80-something. There was like 10 of us or something combined Australians and we ended up getting like 130 oh, shots sick. for the night. Yeah. Um, but uh, I remember... Pardon? Ten of you got 130 shots. Yeah, it was something ridiculous. Like, it would, might, decent. Don't quote me on that. Like, 13, 13 shots per person. Yeah, yeah. that's a good set. There might have been well, more. Hey, hey, might have been five, more 10, 15, 20. Yeah. You do the math. 13 <laughs> yeah. times 10 is 100, 130. Good work. All I remember from that night is, um, <laughs> yeah, this bloke sitting in the corner. And I, after doing a shot, I felt like having a sneaky mutt. So I go up to this bloke. I was like, oh, can I have a sip of that? It was just clear liquid. And he was yeah. sitting in the corner, just with his head down. What? And I was like, all right, thanks, mate. And have a sip. Have a sip. It wasn't water. It was no. moonshine. Oh. And I just immediately plucked yeah. everywhere, yeah. all over the ground. So I was just like, what is this? He yes. was like, like, you know, when you drink something that's such a strong concentration of alcohol, like yeah. it just triggers your gag reflex. Oh. This is what happened there. And I was just like, fuck. Like, I just wasn't expecting it. <laughs> um, so you would have had a fair sweep thinking yeah. that it was water. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, it came straight out and so did Munt. But like, yeah, oh. it was just gross. Did you Munt very close to where he was yeah. sitting down? <laughs> Pretty oh. much. Just on, on his foot. On his foot. Um, but yeah, like it, it's cool. They have this um, thing over there. Um, where you can actually drink like a shot of snake's blood and you down the snake's heart, like a beating snake's heart as well. What? And you can pay like, um, <laughs> I forgot, what's the currency over in Vietnam? Uh, turtle, turtle heart. Turtle hearts, that's it, yeah. Uh, that's it. So yeah, you pay a million turtle hearts or whatever it yeah. is to do this and it works out to like be like 300 Australian dollars to drink this like beating snake heart oh. with like a shot of blood blood. I'll get a I'll get a I'll get a one nice snake's heart, thanks. I'll yeah. be a moving turtle turtle. Yeah. Heart. <laughs> yeah. oh, sure thing, mate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think What is it with their issue when fucking animal cruelty over there? That's yeah. insane. No idea. Well was this that cow thing was in Thailand, did you say? Yeah, it was in Thailand. Yeah, Thailand mm. just it's the next just a level. loose area. It's yeah. like it's like anything that will get money off a dirty fat Australian white person, <laughs> yeah. pretty I'll, much. I'll, so I'll, it's I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll they do just it. milk they'll the tourists for anything. Yeah. yeah, they'll milk the tourists. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, that's um, insane. What about the um, what about the sex trade? Is the sex trade pumping in Vietnam? Like because surely you'd have some experience, mate. When I um, did you have sex over there? Did you? Did you? Did you? No, did but you, I mean, I, in, in all seriousness, though, in all seriousness, like Cambodia is like dirtiest. Of, I haven't been to Cambodia, but like dirtiest of all. Thailand's fucking pretty rough. Like Phuket's a gross joint to be yeah. around for all that stuff. Like is Vietnam Vietnam different? Is it like cleaner? Is there less of that shit in your face? Because that's the one thing that pisses me off about Southeast Asia is you just feel kind of a little bit gross in some yeah. way. Like when you're in Bali, Bali, and when you're in Phuket, you're like, this joint's fucking just Not much of you know, like fat old fucking Ugh. just men with like little tigers. It just really freaks me out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, I had a girlfriend at the time, so Fuck just clear that, <laughs> clear that up. Um, but yeah, from like, I don't know, the experience of my other single mates and stuff, it's very, like, everyone is just happy to be, like, the people there are very just content and happy kind of thing. It's none of the stuff you say in Thailand, really. Mm. But, you know, there are the backpackers everywhere you go there. And there are obviously, like, fresh meat, DTF kind of thing. So, uh <laughs> Yeah, you know, you can if you wanted to pick up, you can. It's like anywhere else. Hang on, we're talking about back, pick, picking up, or are we talking about? Um, I'm talking about like paying for sex. Oh, paying for sex. Yeah, yeah. okay. Dirty sex trade. No, not 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 backpackers to hook up. Oh yeah, that's what I, that's yeah. what I thought. I thought I wanted to ask because like I think Laos and Vietnam are a little bit different, mm. whereas Cambodia and Thailand and Bali are just like pumping sex trade. Yeah, you know, mm. it's just Bali as well. 
Yeah, Fuck Bali yeah. would be yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, the whole time I was in Southeast Asia, like, yeah, I had a girlfriend, but yeah, Thailand was ridiculous. Like, you, you know, you get the lady boys on yeah. the side of the street yeah. and they actually go to you. You don't even approach yeah. them. And they are like, I think we touched base on this in the they're last aggressive. podcast. Yeah, they're very aggressive. But they also apparently look pretty like... Very hard to distinguish between male or female. Nice. They look Apparently very the convincing. One, the one telltale sign is like the size of their hands. Oh, yeah. Like if they what have, about their chin, though? The size of their dick always gives it away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that too, if you get that far. Yeah. Yeah. If you're lucky enough Sink to get that Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, yeah. So, because you've had experience with that, haven't you? What's that? The uh, the lady boys. Yeah, I told that story on the last travel podcast. Yes, travel that's video. right. Yeah. But, no, but like... Uh, uh, but I was drunk as hell. But like, you could be dead sober, and you could be walking through Thailand, and you could be really, really well confused. Like yeah. a, a real good-looking lady boy is like a proper stunning, stunning-looking chick. Stunning looking chick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, sometimes it's like, what the fuck kind of alternate reality am yes. I living in? Yes, that chick's hot. So that chick's got a dick. Is it? So why is that such a big thing though? Like how? So where it's is like the, a, why is the um, demand for lady boys big over there? It's like a, in Thailand, it's like a cultural thing. Right. So. Um, I believe, and I should Google this because I'm going to fucking butcher the shit out of it. Yeah. But I, I believe that um, uh, when there's like, I think the second, like if there's like two males in the family, like the second mm-hmm. male becomes like the, you know, like the first one stays with the family and works and the second one becomes a lady boy. What? Something. <laughs> I'm not joking. genuine? Yeah, yeah. That's gonna, a massive call. No, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. They just become lady boys. So oh, it's a they, cultural they thing. Just, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's genuinely a cultural thing. Like even like the surgeries and stuff over there, they're like readily, like there's no questions asked. Like everything is readily available. Yes. Like if you want, say, you know, steroids or Breast something, you can just yeah. get it over the counter. And I'd imagine like there would be no questions asked. Like if you wanted to get the surgery to turn you, you know, man to woman or woman to man kind yep. of thing, like... You, they'll just go ahead with it. Well, isn't so that interesting? Because like, the, only recently the whole sort of um, movement towards equality and transgenderism has become a massive thing in Western culture now. And like in our society, that's still very, very much at the forefront or like a, a grey area, area for, for a lot of people that don't understand it and aren't educated on it. But it's, it seems to me like in, in Thailand or places in Southeast Asia where like it's it's intertwined in their culture. It's it's as normal as going to the supermarket and buying food for the week. Yeah, isn't that insane? Yeah, mm. it's insane. Going, going to the supermarket and slapping a pair of titties on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, slapping a pair of titties on. Yeah. yeah. No, but it is. It's it's super like um, it's super common and acceptable and like a, yeah. a cultural norm. And I I try to Google it and I can't. Like someone, please comment on yes. one of our posts. Tell me how Give fucking wrong, this, wrong, yeah. wrong I may be. But um, yeah, I believe that that's you know that's kind of the case. It just makes you think, for me personally, like it makes you think how divided the world is sometimes. Like we with this um, intelligence sort of revolution and with you know social media, like you feel more connected than ever. But then little things like that. So trans, because that is transgenderism. Mm. Transgenderism is the most insignificant piece of shit in in Southeast Asia, accordingly. What do you and mean? Yeah, well, it's just it's 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 just part of their cultures. Like I said, go and buy food from the supermarket. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, right. Like it's just so yeah, no, I just insignificant. Think, I just, yeah, you know. Yeah, no, no, it's not. But a, it's the not Western a, it's not culture a doesn't deal. understand it because it's so significant with us because mm. it, it's weird. Mm. So like how like the difference in like putting labels on certain things is just so deep. like we can learn a lot from these sorts of cultures. You know? Yeah, mm. I, I suppose. And I think, yeah, it's definitely like the tide is turning now, obviously. Yeah. Like in America, there's like transgender toilets and all those gender pronouns that, you know, 
Jordan Peterson talks about and mm. so on and so forth. Like people are coming around. It's still for me, like I'm not going to lie, definitely, definitely the whole thing, it doesn't, I, I have no problem with any of it, but no, it confuses it me. It boggles my mind. Confuses specifically, me. Specifically because I but don't have any first hand experience with yeah, it. Yeah. It's like when. Um, and I want to understand for sure. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like people with depression that take their own life. You're like, yeah. Oh, I've, like we've all had like little bits of you know social anxiety yes. or like whatever but I I would love to I wouldn't, wouldn't like to be there but I'd love to put my you know put myself in their shoes for a second yeah. to understand the gravity of like what's going on in your head because yeah. it's the same pressure with like if you are a man and you feel like you're born into the wrong body and you want to be a woman like that's got to oh, be such it would be so hard. pressure mm, inside of your so head so hard See, ladyboys, I don't know if that's the same. Like, I don't. I think it's just like more of a, a rite of passage. Yeah, almost. like a yeah. rite of passage. Yeah, but, but if that's just by that, but they're still the same thing. Like, if you, it, the only difference there between a ladyboy and someone who is transgender struggling with transgenderism is the fact that they're looking at it in two different ways. A ladyboy is a cultural thing, so it's all good. And there's no pressure if you're a ladyboy because you're just a ladyboy. But bring that out to the Western society, and it's like, oh, you're a transgender. You like it's weird, you know? Yeah. Mm. Like what? There is no difference in being a man, dressing up as a chick and having sex with men as opposed to doing the same thing on the other side apart from social norms. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And in the Western world, it's totally, totally not really the norm. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know. Having said that, when I was um, in year, uh, first year uni, I went over to America and did like placement for a day at, at at a school in the US in Wisconsin. And um, we were doing psychology and one of the classes was on like different forms of mental illness in different societies. And in certain Asian cultures, they, they went over to, to these cultures and spoke to them about, ang- um, about anorexia. And these people couldn't believe, could not understand how people would get so skinny by starving themselves. They didn't mm. understand that. They were mm. like, how, what form of mental illness could do that to you where you'd mm. have to like starve yourself and they didn't understand like the pressures of social media and, mm. and looking sexy and all this sort of stuff mm. and then on the other side apparently there's there's a mental illness out there where Asian men feel like their testicles are going to fall off so they somehow I could be butchering this as well myself but like they somehow want to attach like a string with a brick on it to like make sure it's like a form of OCD to make sure that it's like always there it's like a, such a specific intricate form of mental illness that like we all look at this and we're like what the fuck is going on in their head but then we all because we've been brought up with the understanding that anorexia is a real thing we look at that as like oh yeah she's got an anxiety or an anxiety disorder it's fine mm. but over there they're like what the fuck mm. how I can guess, you how is that thing you know? yeah different cultures have their own like insecurities and stuff which stems yeah. from like you know mental um, disorders or issues kind of Thing. so yeah it's very interesting yeah just different forms of social pressure mm. 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 so vietnam hey kids that's uh that's your vietnam rap that was vietnam i liked it mate yeah i like it yeah cool, we uh, really? gained a little bit of uh bit of knowledge there for sure <laughs> there were ups and downs you know we had our fun but at the end of the day rome wasn't built in a day <laughs> exactly so that's good all Bill. right so uh i'm gonna uh review japan in Ooh. particular um in particular like uh Tokyo, yeah. Um, Tokyo was a was a big one. Actually, I'll I'll basically do my history of my travels through Japan. So, Japan was a place that I was really like super keen to get to, just because it was so foreign to me. Like the culture was foreign. I feel like when I travel, if there's something that feels too at home and too n- normal to me, like Europe, a lot of parts of Europe, 
I'll probably enjoy myself because I'll be around good people and that's the, one of the biggest parts of it. But I don't get super excited. So like I wanted to, to do Japan and we did it on an, an adventure fit trip. So um, what we did, we went through Kyoto. Then we went um, Tokyo. We climbed Mount Fuji along the way and we did a day of um, whitewater rafting at a place called Minakami. Yeah. Basically, um, so Kyoto is rad. Kyoto is the... Uh, it's a old imperial city with like lots of um, amazing palaces and shrines and stuff, and um, it's just a really like uh, beautiful little city. And it's got um, it's got that whole kind of bike riding vibe. So you just get around the city mm. on on bikes, pretty much. You do like the tour of um, Fushimianari, so the Tori gates. You know the big orange uh, orange gates that you see. Like that's a like a shrine for the Japanese. Um, the Golden Temple, sick. There's heaps of um, really amazing. Um, culture there yeah. basically like yeah. old Japanese culture yeah. um, it's kind of where the, the area where, where you'll see um, geishas and you'll see like real textbook traditional Japanese mm. stuff you know yeah. whereas like when you get into Tokyo it looks like fucking it was built by a kid who just wants to play video games yeah like the whole joint Which is, is just awesome though yeah, yeah. yeah the whole joint is just is just straight weird yeah like I remember and the best example of that when we got to Tokyo I remember Walking around a corner one day, I was just looking around. It's just, it's like Las Vegas, but as a city. Right. Like you go down all these little alleyways, or you turn the corner, and it'll be a big open expanse, and it's all just neon lights and fluoro colors, and just start everything, everything's just in your face. Yeah. It would kind of just crack me up. I'm like, this is the fucking weirdest city. Literally, like it's built by 14 year old kids yeah, that yeah. had a fucking ten, you know, thick shakes in in, in yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Squishies. You know? Yeah, squishies. Dead yeah. squishies. And um, <clears throat> anyway, I remember walking around the corner in one of the um. One of the streets in um, Shinjuku, which is like one of the bigger kind of districts, and then walk around the corner. And I looked up, and it was like a 40, uh, 40 floor building, as far as the eye could see. And it was all—you could see the windows, but it was all basically yellow. It had one guy that was like Ryu from Street Fighter, but on steroids with larger hair, mm. like a Gokuchu kind of Gokuchu. What's that? Uh, Goku. 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 Yeah, Goku. 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 Yeah, Goku. I never watched that shit. Goku. Pokemon. Goku. But, um, yeah, yeah. There's like this dude. This dude who's like. Fucking looked like he was about 500 foot tall with a sword in his hand. And jacked then it, as fuck. Yeah, jacked yeah. as fuck with a, with a girl with like double yeah. Z boot yes. with, with a sword in her hand. Yes. And I walk around the corner, I'm like... With his sword in her hand. Who the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, who the fuck built this city? Yeah. Like, what's going on here? It's and then, sick. It is sick. It is fucking awesome. Yeah, I want to go. It's so much like... And then... What's the technology district like? Um, It's crazy. So, you'll go to... um. Either Shinjuku or Shibuya is a technology district. I can't remember the top of my head. Shibuya. Shibuya, yeah, that's right. Shibuya. So that's where that's where um you basically walk into a building that'll be twenty story building, like a fucking department store like you've never seen before, mm. and it'll be dedicated to small digital cameras. They like, love their cameras there. Yeah, Absolutely. really? Oh yeah, they do. Yeah. But then like <laughs> but then you'll go you'll go to like another department store that'll be dedicated to like TVs. Yes. The next one will be radios. Like it's it's fucking like ridiculous. It's too. It's ridiculous to shop. Yeah. Try and shop there. Like yeah. it's just too much of everything. You know. The best. But it's um. But it's it's pretty cool. But like the way they do their like their entertainment and their nightlife. So we went there and um, spent a night at the robot restaurant. So like you go there, you go to this restaurant, and you literally watch like. It's so hard to explain. You you drink beers and watch robots fucking fight each other really with, with, yeah 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 these robots robot that, it's not like a real like robot war okay. there's like two like or like three or four big blo- like um, motorized robotic things that people there's all these like go-go dancers and girls and guys and, and uh, they're all hanging off each other and they just it's like 
Two hours of the weirdest entertainment <laughs> you could ever yeah. wrap your head around, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like there's the, there's like the owl cafe where you can just go eat food, drink beers, pat owls. Yeah. That's bizarre. That is yeah. very random. Yeah. There's a, pe- there's a penguin cafe. Yes. It's just like, it's like, it's the fucking, I can't explain <laughs> Tokyo any other way than just saying it's the strangest yeah. fucking joint you've yeah. ever seen. We'll see, built like, by children for children. I've like, I've, I've heard stories about Japan as well in that they're so um, career driven that they've mm. um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for they've sort of businessized the uh, the whole sex relationship um, they've made sex and relationships into an industry basically what do you so, mean? Well, they, so you've got uh, you can pay these guys that um, just take you for a night out like that you pay someone to go on a date with you mm. um, at a club you can, you can pay do in Australia. We can pay, yeah, but like these, they're not, yeah, but they're not escorts though. They're like they're they're really good looking dudes, and they they make you feel really special. And apparently, yeah. it's really high demand. Like women, um, really successful careers of women pay these guys, and they like take them out on a night out, and make them feel special. You can also just buy for the an, company side of it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and you can buy an, you can buy an escort and do all that sort of stuff. You can also go to these like cuddle rooms <laughs> where you they basically like cuddle made. Cafe. Like, yeah, they made, like, um, pillow talk into, like, a business where you can go and just, like, talk to a chick about your feelings for, like, half an hour and just, like, have that, like, that stuff that you miss. Yeah. Um, that's the other side of just the physicality of sex and relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just insane. Be yeah. interesting to see where we're all, like, in 20 years. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, yeah. All, um, it's all just built around efficiency. Yeah, Like, I work, I work so hard. Like, I need to get some sort of, like... You know, emotional feeling. Yeah, I need to get like some sort of a. Um, what's the word? Um, I need to get some some sort of love in my life. Some yeah. sort of, I need to get these these lovey feelings. So yeah. I'm going to schedule that in from eight pm till nine pm yeah. on, on on my Thursdays with my you know yeah, exactly. and jamming into the week there yeah. because jam into the humas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's the uh, fuck. It's the it's the weirdest joint. But yeah. it's the it's one of the um. One of the more like uh, when you walk around Tokyo, it's just you're filled with like the vibes of just energy. Yeah, because the city's just so pumping. There's so yeah. many people. Shibuya, the place that's the um, technology district, has the world's busiest crossing. So it's yep. like it's like a basically like a roundabout. It's a very famous. Yeah, you go up to the you go up to like a there's a Starbucks on the corner. You go up to the Starbucks and you, you can take like a time lapse time lapse yeah. um, yes. photography. But it's rad. It makes you actually think that like when you're looking down at it and watching it, it makes you think that we're just like ants. Yeah. It looks like when you see ants pouring out of a hive, just run around crazy. Yeah. Like you don't know what they're like. These guys don't know what they're doing. Yeah. That's exactly what humans look like. We so are. Yeah. We so are. How do we know the ants don't know what they're doing? They probably do know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And so like imagine why look the fucking aliens are looking down at us going, mm. these fucking humans are like ants. Mm. And then what are those aliens looking on their aliens <laughs> like? Before you know it, mate. God. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Okay. Yeah. And how I, did you um, reach that? Just because, um, like, uh, I was brought up to be, you know, like I went to a Catholic school and everything like that. Um, brought up going to church and everything. Mm. Call it a CEO, Christmas, Easter only. Um, but after a while, we just stopped doing it. And I guess when that tradition died off, I kind of stopped believing, I guess. Like, I, I, I'm open to religion, the thought of it and everything, but I just don't. If I had a need for it, like, I think there'd be more incentive for me to, like, you know, pray and go to church and stuff like that. But at the moment, I'm totally, yeah, like, I'd say I'm an atheist. Yeah. Yeah. Did you used to believe in God or used to think there was, like, more meaning in the world than just what the world is or the universe is? 
Yeah, well, I never actually thought about it because I was brought up like very, yeah, like my relatives and stuff always pray, go to church. They're very religious and they would say like, you know, God bless you and stuff like that all the time. So like it never actually struck me like to think a bit deeper about it. But um, yeah, I'll just pray for the for the kind of sake of it. Like yeah. just to like, because everyone else in the family is kind of doing it. But yeah, as I've matured and got a bit older, like mm. kind of, it's kind of slowed down now. Yeah, don't really believe anymore. It's funny, like when I when I was in Mexico, because um, I, I, I obviously I'm like a passionate atheist, <laughs> um, not not to the not as much as I used to be. Like, and when I say used to be, literally like a couple of months ago, I've just had a few things happen to me recently where I've just kind of been like, oh, you know, maybe step back from being such a fuckwit, you know. But I mean, like, I'm still an atheist to to um in that sense, but like. When I was in Mexico, and when when us three, when we ran, remember where the we went to, uh, we put all our shit away in the hotel, and then we walked down to the beach. We're like, let's go fucking go to the beach, and then we walked to the beach, and uh, we were in the Caribbean Sea, so it was looking unbelievable. We were looking up at the stars, mm. and I was like, I don't believe in God, but I can see how people believe in God because it was just so beautiful. And and then you told me it was like this is not even like a good night. You know, like, cause I think I was telling you that. Oh, you were telling me that. Yeah. Yeah, You were saying that. Yeah. Like Mm. it was just like the, everyone was just having such a fun time on the, uh, on the shoreline at at a restaurant in Playa del Carmen. Mm -hmm. The, the, the temperature of the water was just beautiful. It was fantastic. The waves were just lovely. Like I was in pure bliss then. Heaven. Oh, I was in complete heaven. And like, yeah, it's just getting from, getting away from like the, the day-to-day and all that sort of stuff. Not that I hate my day-to-day. I love my day-to-day. But it was just to, to take it back to the roots of, like, living. It was just so good. Mm. That's a – yeah. That's why I love going on, like, road trips and stuff like that because you get yeah. away from, you know, the hustle and bustle of everyday life. Yeah. It allows time for, like, introspection and stuff like that. So, you know, you you can see the stars as well. Like, it's mm. beautiful because, like, areas where there's light pollution and stuff like oh. that, cities and things like that. That's what I was telling you on the beach. Like, yeah. we were right next to, I think it was in Playa del Carmen, I yep. think we were at. So, obviously, you got all the, like, strips and stuff. Yeah, killing, um, killing the... Killing the stars. Yeah. That's yeah. why um, we had one in um, in Kokoda, me and my mate Corey, when we were, it was, like, third or fourth night, we looked up at the stars and we're like, fuck, man, have a look at that. Yeah. So we're in the jungle in Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Like away from any Wi Fi, any like there was nothing. There was no lights whatsoever. Yeah. Apart from mm. campfire lights. There's no no lights, no yep. electricity. So we're looking up and I'm like, man, that's literally one of the best skies you'll really ever see. Yeah. You know, you won't yeah. get there's places they say it's the best, like it's like um Keck Observatory in Hawaii, they reckon it's like the best of the best. But I'm sure there's many other places where you're right away from it. But like I reckon for me that time in Kokoda when I looked up at stars with Corey, that was like I really wanted to kind of cherish that little moment because it was like I probably won't get another yeah. sky like this in a fucking very long time. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I think that's got a big part to play in religion because people didn't understand the science of how we got to where we are now. Yeah. You know, well, for also, a thousand, a thousand years, years, two, five, ten thousand years less knowledgeable than we are now. That's that's right. Mm. Yeah. So what would you what would you think? You'd look up at the sky and you go, "Fuck, there's got to be a god." What, yeah. what what's that all doing up there? Yeah. What what is this? You know, because people mm. need some people need a leader. People mm. need something to follow. When they don't know, they need someone to go. Hey, this is what it's like. So people go, "Oh shit, okay, it's all good. It's all mm. good. It'll be fine." And by you know, yeah, that's what I feel like it is for sure. But yeah, um, I was going to say. So how are your road trips going? Yeah, they're good. You've been doing a lot um, of them lately. Not a lot, not as much as I'd like You're to. You do them every day. <laughs> oh, I wish, I wish. Yeah. No, I recently went to uh, like along the Great Ocean Road, 
Just with a few... Um, bit of a spit there? Yeah, just a bit. Uh, literally saw that come out of your mouth, <laughs> yeah, mate. Wow. Yeah. With um, yeah, a couple of business partners, we went on a road trip just to like, you know, get some team bonding yep. kind of happening. And, um, did you all... Uh... We did. Yeah. You don't need to say. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, we... Yeah, we just made a video and um, took a few photos and stuff and, you know, familiarized ourselves because we have a content creation business. We familiarize ourselves, you know, the equipment and stuff like that. So that was really good fun. I love doing little trips like that, getting yep. away, camping, and yeah. It's good. Yeah, yep. it is. Did you get pretty deep in your chats? Yeah, there's always deep chats, you know, when you have the campfire going, toasting some marshmallows <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, it, It's toasting good. Hummus. <laughs> yeah, toasting the hummus. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, uh, we got to wrap it up and leave it here, boys. Yeah, short sesh. Here's short thanks sesh. for uh, thanks Very for the Vietnam, yeah. the Vietnam, uh, the Vietnam wrap, my friend. Yeah, always a pleasure. The Vietnam fall. It's good to uh, good to see you again, and uh, we'll be getting out on a trip soon, I think. Definitely, Let's I'm very so. keen. Yeah, beautiful. All right, mate. Until next week. All right. Bye-bye. All righty. Yo. All right, guys. If you enjoyed that show and you're a first time listener, please hit subscribe. If you're a many time listener, please leave us a rating and review. That uh, helps us climb the charts, helps us bring you better shows and uh, more of them. Also, guys, if there's anything that you want to check in on on that uh, show, head to www.adventuretravel.com forward slash radio. All the show notes will be found there. Head to quashcreative.com, use radio, and they'll give you a free SEO report or a report on your current brand. Also, head to Audible Trial, audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio. Get uh, one free month, one free audiobook. And last but not least, head to adventurefittravel.com. Use a code word radio to get 10% off any and all trips. That's, uh, that's it from me. Peace.